Hello and welcome out there to the Holy Hour Podcast. Surely it must be the bi-weekly All Cure Podcast. And uh, how's it going? Awesome. Cool, guys. (laughs) I am joined once again uh, for this epic episode by the original bad boy of podcasting way back when it started, Donald. Who's that? Donald. He was the first person oh, yeah. to ever say anything negative on the internet, apparently. That's one of, oh, your, wow. one of your credits. Cracking, eh? <laughs> cracking the cold one. Yeah, he um, is. Um, <laughs> I say negative things, but I say positive things. And the positive things mean a lot. There you go. There's so much crap. Goes and a long way. something's good, it makes it that much better. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's Blood Flowers, and tune in next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and along with the bad boy, we have the Honorable Judge Chess. Thanks so much for adding a little class to this episode, Chess. No, no problem. How's it going, everybody? We're doing good, and hopefully everybody good out there chat. is doing good. We are chugging Sheesh. along here on the year mm-hmm. 2000. The uh, 11th studio album, is that what we're up to now? Yeah. In the time frame, Blood Flowers. Yeah, we made it all the way to Blood Flowers. It's one of those ones that gets gets uh, referenced, of course, from the start all the way up. Pretty important Cure album. Um, but again, maybe another decisive, divisive one here, and uh, people ha- tend to feel strongly one way or another. Donald has definitely been on the record of being a... Uh, Kind of uh, skeptical of this album. He didn't recall liking it very much back in the day. And we'll see if we ter- <laughs> right. if his opinion has changed over the years since tw- yeah, yeah, since yeah. 2000 when this album came out. Which, it's weird with like Wild Mood Swings, you know, I still felt like I was like a kid enough when it came out. Even though that was a while back, you know. But we had like distinct memories of that album and such and like... But this is the first one where, like, it shocks me that it's fucking 18, almost 19 years old. Like, in February, this album will be 19. Like, this album could vote, right? So, yeah. That's a, that's You're the judge, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> like, say Bloodflowers yeah. comes waltzing up, ready to vote. You know, you have to let it. So, uh, it's. Uh, it's pretty uh, pretty weird. It doesn't seem that old to me. Like, maybe it's just because it was like. For my personal stance of where we were, like I was like just about to wrap up college and stuff, so it was like I don't feel that that different. I mean, obviously I've changed a lot since 2000, but at the same time, you know, you, you're kind of in that same mindset. I'm like, Jesus, that's a long time ago. So I don't know. This is the first one that makes me officially feel old, even though the I other can ones see that. Do, but. It's kind of that age, like, too, where it's just like, I have so much bullshit going on, and this bullshit record comes out, and it's just like, of course this is bullshit, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, everything was just... Like, everything's hard right now. Mm-hmm. Great. But, um, so, yeah, like, coming off the heels of Wild Mood Swings, it was going to be another four <laughs> years, but they filled it in. Uh, Galore came out the very next year, 97, uh, second part of Singles Collections. Wrong Number was the only new song. People kind of mixed feelings on Wrong Number. Real quick, your verdict on that? You like it? Oh, I put it on every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I detect sarcasm. (laughs) I'm I'm down with it. And I like time it out where I like close my door and I'm leaving for work and I'm like, sorry, wrong number, click. Ah, (laughs) and I'm like, that's it. (laughs) NPR all the way to work. You know, (laughs) I'm fine with it. I think it's like. 
just the song. It's not meant to really terrible. Terrible. hit any part of my heart. Yeah. I think the guitars are cool. The lyrics are pretty throwaway, but I don't know. To me, it's like a lesser cool, never enough, you know, or just kind of like, eh, all right, cool. Maybe just they could make millions off that song if it was like an ad for like cell phones or something. You know, like commercial, like sorry, wrong number, and it's like yeah, an app. That's or like something. one little quick part. I'm just saying, like in current times, they could make some money off that <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, well, we don't have to dwell on it too long. We'll do a whole episode on wrong number another time. But, but anyway, so galore came out. There wasn't really too many things to cling to in between galore and when blood flowers would come out, but um. They did do a little bit of touring for Galore, and we actually saw them for a, it was called the, um, it was a WHFS radio station music jam, the Nutcracker WHS <gasps> Mass Jam or some shit in 97, and it was like, I guess technically the third time we saw them. Um, do you remember the show, Donald? Yes, I was trying to think of like. Yeah, no, no, I was trying to think of some show, like, I was like, I saw them around this time. Yeah, you know? and it was, um. It was cool, but it was like part of a festival, like a little mini stadium thing they did around Christmas time every year. And uh, is it, that the Offspring played? No, that was later. But this was in that caliber oh. of like what we're saying. And I looked up right Good before ones. Good shows. Yeah, Ooh. no, it was dreadful. But I was so happy that we had. Oh, like was this Everclear? Yeah, it was Everclear. Days, yeah. days of the new. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Save Ferris was was on the bill. The ska band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, this is like the worst fucking lineup. Now that I look at it, I was like, because I remember just like standing there being like, God, just stop so the cure can come on. And uh, and Sugar Ray was the big one that came oh, man. And, and like he jumped out of the crowd and was like right next to us, and everyone was losing their shit. Like nobody was there to see the cure, it felt because like. it used to be a hardcore <laughs> band, man. He's like, let's get a big. Everyone just grabbing his biceps and like touching him and he was loving it. <laughs> like no shirt. The DJ's like, what's going on? He's like, why are these dipshits bored? I'm like, fuck you, man. This is a care show. Go away. I'm starting to Yeah, I was just standing with my arms crossed the whole time at a protest. But um but then like the weirder one, and we were into Verve. <laughs> Um, but Verve was playing and they were super pissed, like, cause they thought, cause their album was like huge at that point, And they were like, apparently found out after the show that they were like pissed that they weren't headlining it. They're like, fuck the cure. Nobody cares about them anymore. We're the Verve and bittersweet symphony. And then like at a protest, they didn't even play bittersweet symphony. And they like let their guitars like just feed back way longer than they're allowed. And. And I was kind of no one cared. Yeah, no one cared. I was know? like, I even liked them at the time, but I was like, yeah, whatever, get off the stage. And, yeah, turn um, your guitars off, dude. Like, yeah. Like, where's the roadie to come out and like, all right, <laughs> totally. But, turn uh, some amps down. <laughs> but then the Care File came out. It was a cool show, but it was only like 15 songs, so it was pretty short and sweet. All singles. They opened with Shake Dog Shake and. Uh, and Reeves right. actually came out and played <laughs> like wrong number with them and stuff, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, so it's just a weird uh, time glimpse again at that time frame, like we talked about with Wild and Loot Swings, how odd it was that the Cure was like not that big of a deal, even though they're headlining, rightfully so, over Verve. But um, so yeah, but the fact they open with Shake Dog Shake though yeah. overshadows any of Verve's bullshit. Oh hell yeah, it was just like. Um, 
Because that, that's a strong open in like a sea of singles. Yeah. And it was a pretty solid set list, too. Yeah. And they're doing like yeah. Push and even Torture, I think, was like the second song. Like they played Shake Dog yeah. Shake and wow. Torture. And then it kind of went yeah, I remember into Push being singles. dope as shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that was like the first time we probably saw that because we didn't really see too many of those on like Wish or Wild Mood Swing. But uh, yeah, so that was cool. Even though it was too dang. Might have been that. Might have been the last good Cure show I've been to. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll get to the to the last one at the end of this episode. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, real quick before Blood Flowers officially kicks off, we had more than this from the X Files soundtrack. Pretty cool song. Not great, but uh, it's all right. And uh, yeah, and World in My Eyes, the Depeche Mode cover for the tribute which i'm pretty sure <laughs> the, both of the those dc just like, marvel crossover yeah pretty Depeche much Mode cure. Like, <laughs> so, it's finally happening pretty much exactly what you would think it sounds like but, uh, but, uh, the cogasm uh oh yeah yeah part what is that it's uh they did uh robert smith and jason cooper joined with uh reeves and they did a song for the orgasmo, orgasmo. soundtrack soundtrack Remember the South Park Dudes movie? Oh, shit, with the... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Superhero yeah. orgasmo. Oh, I and, forgot uh, about that. Yeah, it's, it's a cool song, too. Yeah. I'm down with that, that one. And they record... And, that's um, way better than this Blood Flowers record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have done the whole fucking album then. It was, and they, but, uh, they recorded Wrong Number during that session, too. Yeah, I, I yeah both of them together. Yeah. And I think it was just like the three of them. I yeah. It was like him, Reeves, and Jason Cooper. It wasn't even. They're just riding yeah. that high of like. But uh, yeah. That's how Wrong Number got made, man. They're just in the studio goofing and just like, this is dope. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that kind of shit. Who knows? Playing around. The billion angles they could have taken again you know so at some point maybe they could have made a whole album of that and in between then robert's craving more family time so a lot of downtime and record sales for galore didn't really meet expectations either so all signs are pointing towards you know just another kind of slow next step down popularity-wise, but somewhere in all this, the seed for Blood Flowers gets planted. All the stuff I read, I didn't really find any like distinct moment where he's like, I have to record the next album, but it just seemed something that he wanted to do and was ready for another one. So, um, yeah, even though, uh, you know, it, it kind of was on the expectations of uh, what happened with Wild Mood Swings, it seemed like he really wanted to do this one really focused and a lot of things that we came up with is conclusions of wild mood swings of where it went wrong or you know um he really wanted to uh hone it in have a theme this time and uh take less time recording it in particular so they started it with two sessions in particular there was one pre-christmas 98 and then spring 99 apparently in the uh, pre-christmas first session was like a lot of like uh more electronic-y stuff and loops were used and just stuff that yep. wouldn't be on Blood Flowers theme. And then, like, they really honed in on what he wanted for the second session and uh, started... Still lots to, of drum loops. Yeah, so, like, uh, kind of got the main idea rolling by that one for sure, though, and it was going to just be, like, more of a real Blood Flowers theme. They go back to St... Or they go to St. Catherine's Court to record it. Um, also did some recording or mixing, I wasn't quite sure, in Avon and R.A.K. Studios, which is where they recorded pornography. So it's a little foreshadowing there. I think they just mixed it there, but they might have done I've some recording I've seen that R.A.K. Too. Like, I always, yeah, I it, tons I always of, call it like rack in my head. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I just kind of. It looks like, but 
But that studio has like recorded a lot of dope bands. I yeah, think. I just glanced at it to confirm that that's where they recorded pornography and uh, it's like Park yeah. Life and a lot of other shit there. Adele's yeah, album, you know. Ad- yeah. Adele. <laughs> <laughs> She's a big deal, right? So like, uh, but Adele's my, not bad. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, no. <laughs> if you're walking over to the grocery store and that like that hello from the other side comes on. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like right. you get really into yeah. it. Yeah, I get down with that. Song. Yeah, teared up down the frozen yeah. aisle. I beat, I beat box. Yeah, nice to it. <laughs> but um, I literally do. I'm not joking. Like I have a way better beat for that song in my head. Every time I hear it, she chose me, man. I make that fucking but the song a hit, dope, man. Because that song sounds good. Yeah. Sounds better than this shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's save it. Let's save it, bad boy. <laughs> they haven't even recorded it yet. I'm just building this tension. <laughs> You're hating it before they even recorded it, man. What the fuck? But they did choose this guy, Paul Corkett. I'm not sure if I'm totally pronouncing it right, but it seems Corkett um, was a dude. They didn't go with the guy from Wild Mood Swings again. And I think, like, just on the top, hmm. production-wise, there's a <laughs> lot better choices on this one. Um, nothing – definitely some weird – you know, know, some sounds a little weird here and there on it. But for the most part, I feel like all the production is way better on this. Um, dude did, like, Placebo then- and Sleeper's first album. But uh, – than wild mood swings, uh, just because it, it, it definitely had a very different, um, like, uh, it, it than uh, was it wild mood swings? Yeah, like, it's cohesive, like, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, the drums, like, they have this, like, at first, I was like, drums sound stupid because they had the, it's like a real big room sound with the drums, uh-huh. like, and I like that when I like record drums. Mm-hmm. Like the few times I've been in like dope studios, I'm like, can we just do like this huge, like big drum, r- like reverb room sound? And they're like, yep, yeah, I love that. And then I was like, critiquing it, just like look at, the, listen to that fucking shitty giant, <laughs> awesome drum room sound. <laughs> like, oh, and they're building off of that. Yeah. Ugh. And at first I hated it. I don't know. Yeah. The guitars sound weird. I think it. But the, I don't know. I- like. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of torn on the uh, mixing of it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when the songs boil down, it's not the production that makes me like it or hate it, which I wasn't sure on with Wild Mood Swings. There's a lot of ones where I'm it like, this distract. might be. Yeah, like like a few of them, like Strange Attraction, I was like, I think maybe I like the song, but I just don't like the way it was recorded mm. and stuff. But like, at least everything on Wild Mood Swings or everything on Blood Flowers, I'm kind of like, um, it's the way it sounds. I might just not like the song that much, but it's it sounds cool the way it is. You know what I mean? I can't really picture anything that I'd want to tweak too much. Even you know what I mean? You mean you mean no don't... no violins and orchestral? Yeah. <laughs> no tr- no horns at least. <laughs> we don't have any horns, so that's good. But uh, there's lots of piano in this album. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Just saying. We'll get to that for sure. But I'm just um, saying. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just cohesive in the mixing, and I think that, like we said, where it was mixed by a billion different people for Wild Mood Swings, just having those two really mix every song made it flow, whether you like it or not. Learn from their mistakes. Yeah, so for sure, I yeah. feel like already they're they've they've already covered a lot more, you know, mistakes from Wild Mood Swings than they had. So uh, 
But yeah, then the other big ones are the factors of like, okay, they're setting in to record, um, but all things are kind of pointing already towards this being a finale Cure album, just in theme and feel. <laughs> and um, it's the end of the century, even um, going into 2000 when it will finally be released, but it's all being recorded at the end of the century. Um, it's a wild mood swings kind of rebound um, since Galore didn't even really sell that well. Um, Tim Burton had asked him to score the Sleepy Hollow soundtrack or, or do the you know musical score for that, but he turned it down. And then they so. opened a Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Um, it was the last album on the Electra deal, and fiction was pretty clearly fading at this point where it was going to get sold, even though there's mixed things on it being a surprise or not. Uh, Robert Smith, of course, turning 40, so every time that there's a milestone birthday, we know something's time to get dark again. So there's the definitive Mm. theme, Um, pretty much no doubt on theme this time around. Um, And I feel like I had to do like so much of a public apology, because even at the start of doing this, I felt like I never, I kind of like always hinted that maybe I didn't really buy that it was part of the trilogy idea from the start. like thinking that that was something kind of tacked on at the end. Cause I didn't really read many interviews when this came out. Cause I've kind of just stopped like reading spin and shit around that age, you know? And like by 2000, I was like, whatever. And, uh, didn't really read every little Robert Smith interview and stuff, but apparently he, mm-hmm. it was pretty much in there from the start, um, that he did want it to be not so much like a sequel or whatever, but like just a follow up and in that vein of the, of disintegration and pornography. So I think like the trilogy kind of idea, is a little bit, you know, absolute and more legit from the start and even like the early conception of this album. Um, nah. So, <laughs> no, you're not buying it still? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you think they Fuck tacked yeah. it on? Because, yeah, that's what I was like, kind of thought. I don't, uh, I, have, I have so many thoughts. It's, I don't know. I was just rolling, yeah. my, let him out. rolling my eyes just thinking of like him trying to add that add that into those two albums as part yeah. of as part of a trilogy i mean i understand like he, it's his art you know so it's you know it's kind of his way of the highway with, yeah with, but i mean just but not so much even like if it works as like a finished product but like the idea of like going in to try to do that you know, like, do you think that's not what he was even initially trying for it might have it, it might have been but it just it doesn't it doesn't work like i it just doesn't it, i mean no, pornography it doesn't feel like it but it definitely doesn't feel like it. i i don't know we'll get into it, it throughout okay. the album but the i just there, there's so many negative and positive things i have to say about this album but like i okay. after listening to it over the last week at least 15 times i listened to it three times a day i'm just like uh-huh. uh, i'm <laughs> i'm just like i i really don't know how this fits into right, the trilogy man. of like there's no way what he's what's the trilogy again? it's pornography <laughs> disintegration and blood flowers but There's I mean, no way when he was writing fucking pornography, he was like, I have this grand image. No, it's no. I mean, he's not saying albums. that it was like George Lucas, and... so it was from the start. He's just adding <laughs> it on. I mean, I think it was the start of the start of Blood Flowers. He wanted to add on to the end of this, not like the beginning of pornography. Yeah. But pornography is such an amazing album. And then you go to Disintegration and that's, you know, equal or some people might think it's, you know, even better. And then you go to yeah. this album. It's such a, 
I don't know. It feels so forced. Compared, but even if compared, it's in the same com- family, yeah. Compared to the other two that felt so genuine and, and two like, powerhouses, yeah. yeah, two fucking and it's like, just like seminal motherfuckers. It's such a whimper. And then this, <laughs> it's a, and it might and it, be like, forced, it eases but... in with this like a it eases into the album with a whimper, like <laughs> like that's something that caught me off guard. Like I listened to it twice, mm-hmm. uh, ramping up for this shit. That's a lot. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, you were really. <laughs> Well, you really, you really dove into this, it's didn't like you? Two hours of your I, I life. Sh- I should have stuck at one because <laughs> I started questioning myself at listen two. Uh, but it like it whimpers in, like it. It's funny you said that. Like uh, I well, felt the same way. It's just like it was like you don't get to do that. You don't get to like put out these two records and then go like. Eh? Well, disintegration doesn't it come out like, blazing like a hundred years. I mean, even disintegration doesn't sound anything really like pornography, other than that it's awesome. No, I mean, it, it, it's a fucking. It doesn't, it, but it, it's the middle. It's the middle of a trilogy, man. It's a breather. <laughs> it's got a vibe to it that. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, pornography has that. The whole thing is consistently just dark, and yeah. just like. It's fucking crazy how how good that album is with. Just three people. I'm listening to that motherfucker tonight. <laughs> but then you, I agree. You go man. into pornography or uh, disintegration, and it's just like it's a powerhouse, like with all the layering and all the people yeah. they have working on that album, and like how just amazing that like everything goes together, even though it doesn't really have a like cohesive nature the same way a pornography does. And then this right. al- this album, it's just there's so many things I like you about can't just it. Say it's cohesive. It, it's cohesive. Yeah. It's fucked, but it's like. It just feels forced, like, and I. Yeah. It, yeah, that's it's not the, same, that's the thing that bothers me, where it doesn't. It's Fuck not yeah. as genuine as the other two albums. So, like, yeah. e- like yeah, even the dude. name "Bloodflowers" is like, all right, let's try to be dark and Maybe. depressing. We'll get to that in a second too. I found up <laughs> so. something new on that that I wasn't too aware of. Okay, but, I got to hear that then. But yeah, maybe mm. we we should just slow down because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not so much the idea of like if it worked or not, but if that's what he was trying for is what I'm going for initially here. Yeah, I'm saying you know it was legit that he started it because the thing that I read that I didn't remember. I'm sure I heard it at one point, but like. Apparently, when they started recording it, he even made like the band like listen to pornography and disintegration in the studio and said, "If we're gonna be the best lineup, we have to do something that matches this in intensity level. It's got to be the best album." And he really wanted them to get in the mindset of pornography and disintegration. So in that, and then sense, they didn't do it. Well, yeah, but I mean, in your opinion, but at the same time, cool. that's what he's trying to do. We'll get to that at the end if they pull it off. Or not. I got this PowerPoint but, right. But Remember I mean, when things were awesome? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's it's a game plan, right? That's a whole lot more it's than he tried with Wild Mood Swings, at least. So, I mean, it's a, but that's part of the problem is that it's yeah, it's a it's a game totally. plan to write. I don't know. I just felt like pornography and right. disintegration were just. I don't know. They, he sat down and and just wrote them to to reflect how right. he was feeling, and not just to, to add on to something else. Yeah, and to I, add to I agree your point, with that dude. for sure. Um, is with talking about like the powerhouses and like the things they didn't storyboard before uh-huh. like pornography where they had like dope drum loops like they were just like nasty and simple and so they were like storyboarding like well how can we make a record like pornography drum loops so they make these fucking drum loops that are throughout the album mm-hmm. that are not like pornography do not have the same impact Yes, they're drum loops, just like they had 
But isn't that uh, maybe not, just like a nod not the to fucking it? I mean, same, and they're like, but you don't want him to like just rip it off either. I mean, he's no, trying to do something not different at, all. at the same time. The way that like disintegration was d- different to pornography, you know, you can't just but the drum loops are whack. Yeah, it's fuck. All right, I think I know which ones you mean, but <laughs> we'll get to them. But yeah, you know what I mean, though. I mean, it's kind of like. Whether it works or not, you know, yeah, it's hard to say. It's not the same. But at the same time, you know, because he's you trying to do. Because like, I mean, the there were a lot of nods from disintegration to pornography, but he didn't try to like do pornography part two with disintegration. You know, yeah. I mean, there's clearly different shit going on. So I mean, I think this is just like another attempt at that. Yeah. You know, whether it worked or not, and you know. If anything, you know, that's the part I agree with is it's too forced probably because he is like, yes. especially coming off of like the, you know, like wishy-washy of wild mood swings where everyone's like, what? They're too yeah. poppy. So it's, that's the part that always like didn't sit right with me with blood flowers at the time. You know, when it came out, I'm like, oh, I like that they're getting it's dark. Like, you guys aren't back. But the, it's kind of yeah. like, the cure's so back, it's like, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, kinda, no, you're not. You know you're fucking it's not. It's like, I could be the old me, you know? And it's like, <laughs> nah, I don't know. But, old fucking man. <laughs> go back to your hockey jerseys. Yeah, yeah. You can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't ever yeah. go back from the hockey jersey, maybe. I don't know. But at the same time, though, maybe, before we launch into the actual songs, I kind of take this, and the reason why I was liking it more now than I did even mm-hmm. back then is because maybe it is the next step of, because the whole concept isn't so much that it's part of the trilogy, is that it's like 40, like another age bracket. So maybe that. it is supposed to be kind of beat down in 40-ish, you know what I mean? It Like it feels like 40, you know, as opposed to like it disintegration does, feels like when you're turning 30, you know, where you still got some spunk but you're starting to be like oh this shit's getting real you know and then like pornography is totally like you know young angst and shit you know so i mean it, it does kind of fit when you think of it that way so i don't know from that so mindset yeah i i get it from that from that perspective i can totally understand it but at uh-huh. the same time like going to back going back a little bit like how they were like with wild mood swings they had gone off a path and they're like, well, yeah. we kind of fans weren't happy with the last album, and you know yeah. we haven't been knocking it out of the park lately. Let's kind of go back to what we looked like before, and right. what we sounded like before. And I was reading a lot of interview, not interviews, but uh, reviews about uh, Blood Flowers from like 2000, and uh-huh. some of them were like, "The Cure's back! Like this is what we wanted." And yeah. I think there were there were people that were definitely excited about that, and there were people like I was that was just like, "This is Come on. fucking like you can't go back," you know. Right, I mean, right. yeah. you know, it's or, like if you're you got to just go back. You can't declare that you're coming back. You know, it's done. <laughs> like, like you can't do that. How again. fucking stupid would you look if you were like wearing a mohawk from like sixteen to like twenty five, and then from twenty five to thirty five, you we're dressing like a businessman. You're like, well, I don't feel as good as I did when I was younger. So I'm going to go back to wearing a mohawk. And now you're fucking 45, you know, at a show hitting right. on 16 year old girls. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Like, don't you delusion shame me. <laughs> yeah. How you look you? fucking ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So it's, it... How <laughs> you judge me? so I, I see it from, I, I can under like what you just said, like I completely get it, but at the same yeah. time, I'm still stuck in this, thing where i 
I'm looking at it from a different angle. So yeah, yeah. it's like I get it, but I don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But uh, like, yeah, like looking looking back from it, like from like uh, being like 41, almost 42 in a, a month or something. Uh huh. Um, and uh, you know, him recording this as a 40 year old, like. It's definitely kind of heavy. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, it made me question myself. Like, cause he's definitely done like way better than me. <laughs> really? You think? But it's just like <laughs> how noble I mean, of you to bit. put that this out podcast there. Podcast is pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. the money's rolling but in. Yeah, don't, sell just, like, don't sell yourself short, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> but just being like forty and just like that's a, that's a weird uh yeah that's a weird one man like that that caught me off guard a bit yeah like listening back to it two times and you you <laughs> like, know we we saw how hard it hit him 40, turning 30 like, you know it was a big deal so i mean obviously 40 is gonna be a pretty 40's fucked up yeah so i mean if anything it should have been a more fucked up album it should have sounded more like pornography too maybe but just because he should have yeah. really been diving in, but at the same time, you know, he's like, that maybe the fact that it does sound a little more VH1 kind of makes it fit into the forty idea a little bit more. You know? <laughs> it's like, come down to my man cave, yeah, like, like, you know, we're gonna he's get sad, like, but we're not gonna get too. He's sad. got a McMansion, <laughs> and he's like, I got this recording studio in my McMansion. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <our> responsibilities. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got bills to pay. Old man cave. <laughs> yeah. I got a little microphone over here. <laughs> Cool. Well, real quick, d- before we dive into the actual songs, um, a couple two pre-album dropping points. Uh, going back to yeah. the name Bloodflowers, I was right there with you, Chaz. We were like, even at the time of release, I was like, whoa, okay, Bloodflowers, kind of cool. Sounds a little forced, you know? I'm like, like you just taking two key yeah. Robert Smith lyric words and putting them together, yeah. you know? I was like, it's on... It's on par with like spider kiss, you know, it's like, <laughs> that, that sounds cool. It doesn't mean shit, you know, it's a little goofy, but yeah, he likes both those words. Why not? But um, I always like thought of that. And I, I, even when I read that Never Enough book, I, it must have dawned on me. But then somehow when I was looking over it, it was like really cool because like, turns out that like Bloodflowers does have like an actual meaning in a sense. Did you find out any about that? No. You guys? Yeah, it's kind of okay. cool. It was like another amalgam of like two combined out ideas, you know? And um, he said it was taken from like a quote of a book of letters from that painter Munch, the scream guy, you know? Um, he had this quote in there somewhere uh, where it says, I know that I've done good art when a blood flower pops from my heart. Like saying that that's like cool reaction Damn. to like beautiful art as a blood flower that blooms from your heart and then it's also mixed in with the idea from like uh some world war one book that he was reading i guess and it, oh, it was a poem some world war one poem where it says like in a, a a gunshot wound to the chest bleeds like a blood flower on your body like mm. when you get shot and the blood comes out so then it's just like that combination of the idea of like painful art or art you know like something like that and it's like oh okay blooms well, blooms from the heart yeah so i'm like yeah. yeah that makes me like a little bit more you know it's still a little goofy sounding uh, maybe but uh yeah. so, it's like yeah so he took inspiration from the guy that did 3d art in the 90s um <laughs> <laughs> <one>? jesus <laughs> christ yeah, jazz yeah. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> that was him <laughs> if you look at it there's a blood flower yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I came up with silk screen. <laughs> nah, but I mean that, that kind of made me like it more. And it's like, but I love whether it fits shit. into the song yeah. "Blood Flowers" as much. I guess then the theories start to go really out the window. But I was like, okay, cool. But uh, so yeah, as far as like a good name that makes sense, I'm like, all right. And he would want it to be like a epic something. Yeah. And that's something that he keeps touching on, like in all the interviews. And like, he's pretty like known for like talking up the new album whatever it is like he always says this is our best album you know when mm-hmm. it's like really yeah, yeah but like um even like way after blood flowers <laughs> interviews where he's still like really like is proud of blood flowers and stands by it to the point where i like it makes me like it more just knowing how much it means to him you know in a fairly sincere way where i'm like i don't know if i really care about it that much but at the same time it's like really sweet and cool that it like does seem to really say something that he was trying to say at that time and nails it so that's kind of cool so maybe it was a good legit blood flower for him when they made it and uh i mean good, good for him yeah exactly <laughs> bad for us you know? <laughs> but you know that's maybe cool. that's the point you know at that point too where he's clearly not trying to uh, I like that it's nice so anyway the actual album Happy for the guy yeah it feels good but good for you robert proud of, so so uh, 11th studio <laughs> album finally comes out February 15th, day after Valentine's Day, 2064 minutes, 29 seconds, nine tracks, 10 if you count the like uh, Australian and what was it? Japanese. Japanese release, I believe. Yeah. Had coming up as an extra song, um, but most mostly nine tracks. A um, little weird that like versus because we talked about wild mood swings as far as being too long. Um, it's actually three minutes longer than Wild Mood Swings, but five songs less. <laughs> so that kind of shows that uh, coming up, there's going to be some long songs on this <laughs> album. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, a little weird because like, one of his big complaints was Wild Mood Swings was too long, but I guess he meant too many songs. I don't know. So, but it does feel, I don't know, it doesn't feel long. The songs feel long, but the whole album does feel really long. long. Yeah. I don't know, like I, and I guess I have a theory I, I, going. Into I would that. lose track and think that I was it was an, another song, but it was still the same one. I had yeah. that. I had that happen a couple times. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. At some point, where it's like <laughs> it's the first time, maybe it's a good time since we're all on the same page. Where I don't think any other Cure album to this point I've ever like had like where the songs kind of sound like other songs on the album where you could s- literally like sing the melodies mm-hmm. from one song over like part of another song, you know? And it's like, I think it's something on like 39 is very like close to like watching me fall. Or you could just kind of yell like watching me fall it, <laughs> over like any part of a lot of the songs, which, in, which is great for the cohesive thing. Like we said, you know, going back on wild mood swings, it's like, yeah, it fucking flows like almost too well because it all just kind of feels like same, you know. But. We'll get to it, but yeah, on thirty nine, I had "Edge of a Deep Green Sea" clone. Okay. Like I, oh. I hear that. Like I hear a lot Dude. of stuff from that song in this yeah. one, but we'll get to it. Let's, uh, yeah, let's start with the artwork. Perhaps that's a good. Uh, a lot of people feel strongly towards this artwork and layout. I feel like the layout is way worse than the artwork, but uh. You got any uh, initial thoughts, Chaz, on this cover? It's and... fucking terrible. <laughs> Not into it. I'm I'm looking at it right now because I pulled the vinyl out from the shelf, and yeah. and it's just it's so fucking pixelated, like on the vinyl. Yeah. I don't know how it is on the yeah. CD because I don't I don't have the CD CD, but a little it, smaller. It's yeah, it's, better. It but... probably looks better, but it's 
Like, I hate the font. I think it, mm-hmm. it looks like a little kid drew it, which is okay, but it still looks like a little kid drew it. And just... Yeah. I don't understand why Robert's yeah. face is on the front of it. I know it was on the front front of... Uh, he looks like Chris Gaines. Little, <laughs> yeah. On the cover. Yeah. I know, I know, like I know it's on Disintegration, but it's like kind of... It's a Part little hit, the whole... It's a little hidden, yeah. kind of. And like with this, it's like, I'm the band is what I got. Yeah. I get a vibe from it. Even though I'm sure it's not like that, but it's just... I just it's yeah, all about it. it almost yeah. would be better if they had somehow mixed it with the image on the back of like that whatever the hell that blood or the blood or paint smear yeah the, on the back there like if they had overlapped it but yeah the contrast yeah. it's basically like 90s photoshop oh again, god it's fucking terrible blew out the fucking contrast yeah. and it just looks so crappy i mean i kind of I kind of dig like the white, red, and black just visually. You know, oh yeah, color absolutely. Wise, yeah. it works, but like, yeah, like you're saying, it's just a weird picture. It looks crappy. It looks like the first draft of something, you know? Or yeah, or like how about this? And it just seems weird design wise, like having that font for blood flowers go across, but then it's, it's a- like not. Then it's like a whole nother cure font for yeah. the cure, which I'm kind of all right with, but it's like. Like I said, don't mind it's, font. Yeah, it's a, it is like that kid font that they'll totally abuse later yeah, on the subtitled yeah. album. But like, so I mean, it almost works for this. But yeah. but they should have done something else for that blood flowers. It looks weird that it's just like a normal like standard font for blood flowers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is but, it like a th- is it like a throwback to like disintegration in the cover when he's like under the water and the flowers? I, I guess or so, but I don't, I don't know. It's just. Other know. than his face being on it, yeah. there's really no other similarity that I can. He's emerged from the water, and <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really. <laughs> I'm in the snow this time. <laughs> Everything's like, white. <laughs> He's emerging from Oprah lighting, like some super white lighting. You know, I'm just gonna move this level thing up and it'll, uh, yeah. do the contrast, and uh, it is. It just, just, just blow it out. out the contrast, <laughs> yep. which was huge in the '90s. In their defense, I mean, this is like coming out of the '90s. Like every album cover was like just crazy contrast Photoshop for whatever reason in the '90s. But like, but then the layout, I feel like, Fuck is yeah. the real fucking crime against graphic design. And like we were saying earlier, I'm not even like some graphic design snob or anything. I'm, it just literally looks like in the CD booklet, it's like a fucking local band or something. It's all like white. With black and white pictures, the pictures it are It really fine, does look like some local band shit. But the pictures are, like, blown out, and they're stretched yeah. to fit the fucking format. So they look all, like... Like, the one that really was, like, the beach one on Loudest Sound, where it's, like, two kids on the beach. The picture's just, like, stretched, and it's, like... Yeah. It still doesn't even fit. Like, why not stretch it down some, even? It, like, none of it makes any sense. It looks like some, like... Fucking twenty year old intern did it or something and like yeah like one of the first digital cameras yeah with like I mean in, maybe in, I, in camera effects and maybe I just don't realize how some, far graphic some, design has come but I was like tick, 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 it's tick, tick, so bad scrolling. yeah I, <laughs> oh look I can blow it up all big I can't even tell uh, what half of these pictures are yeah I, is that a butter and, you is know there like, a butterfly. There's like a a live shot. Yeah, a seashell heart thing, and the pictures could be cool, but they just they're so like you can't even see what the fuck they are. Like yeah, like the heart thing. It's like a shells in a heart, and that looks cool or whatever. And the kids on the beach is cool, but like 
and even like the blood flower picture on blood flowers it's like that's fine but it literally looks like a you summed it up like when you were describing the pictures of it could be cool yeah it could be <laughs> like, i mean that's yeah. all you have to it's say. not the it's picture's like, fault it could that's be right. cool but it's not and you can look at the credits and i'm not gonna call them out but at oh, the same I will. time it's like <laughs> wherever they are in there, it's not the photos that are bad it's not even like the the it, the artwork in itself but it, i think it's sleeve design by smart s sm art smart uh oh, come on, guys that's so cool <laughs> i should do a google search to see if they're still around oh, but uh, you got the cure man it's not like you got like jason mraz's first album or something this is like a fucking band hey. <laughs> just saying <laughs> just saying you know couldn't they've gotten they probably deserve a little bit better couldn't they've gotten like per, like I... pearl to do this or anything or yeah no like, shit. like we're gonna no just fuck. like crapped out anything that would have looked better than that it's like so weird even the back like it's a cool smear of that blood thing but it's so like yeah. contrast blown out again that it looks stupid it's like ugh Anyway, this was the music. <laughs> this was the What's start that? of their terrible design work. That, yeah, you're not that, a fan from yeah, here on out. That no, I like four thirteen, but uh, that one's okay. But it's just it's still not like it's still not that yeah. great. It's it, it, even the same same thing with their shirts and everything. They just like totally yeah. shit the bed on just about everything afterwards, as far as art layout and design go. Well, they have so many fans that are like artists that you think you'd be able to yeah that's what i mean find yeah, somebody would be willing to do it for free yeah and donate like, their fucking time yeah. yeah and you know like yeah if it was like pearl doing it and it just was like crappy and they just didn't have the heart to tell them or something you know just like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh i don't know like roger you really felt passionate about this picture so we put it in there but it's not you know it's like <laughs> it's like i don't know it's Perry's little nephew, man. He worked hard on this design. I was like, oh, shit. All right. That's cute. Let's keep it. So that, that's why I like the self-titled one. It's like, whatever. It's like his little nephews and shit doing it. So that, that makes sense. But, but anyway. That, that is kind of sweet. Like, I feel bad shitting on it. But it was like a lot of family, like, band shit. Yeah, like, it probably is. And it is really sweet. <laughs> um, it's like. So shifting back to the actual music of Blood Flowers, um, I guess one of the main concepts before we launch into the songs is the fact that there is, I guess, self-declared, no singles, no videos. Sound like he was really soured on like the idea of videos. Part of hey me guys, does... let's not do a good job. <laughs> yeah. You do kind of wonder. It's like, <laughs> let's is do it really zero promotion to... on this album. Yeah, it's like no promotion. This <laughs> let's thing, do but... all the things you should do when you make a record. <laughs> yeah, it's like record companies like, oh, awesome, great. So it's a fucking cure. So nothing. You're, you're... What are you gonna do? It's like we put out four singles, so maybe it does go back to like that whole singles misstep or whatever with Wild Mood Swings or the. Like, We'll show those fucks. We won't put out any singles. But, uh, <laughs> show you. And, um, but, of course, the radio is just going to pick any song. So, like, the UK took the first song that we're going to talk about, Out of This World, the lead-off track, and uh, they kind of made this a single side. out of it. And um, so even when you're looking online, there's, like, sort of CD singles out there. But, um, yeah, anyway, diving into the songs, Out of This World. First track, 6 minutes, 44 seconds. Like you said, it's a soft opener. It's very uh, doesn't come out as harsh as want or open. But I mean, plain song, plain song yeah. is a nice plain, kind of yeah. gradual, eased you into it. Um, 
doesn't feel necessarily initially like a cure song until he starts singing maybe but uh it's all breezy yeah. I, I yeah. feel like there's like super chill reflective Side nostalgic i will say of my highlights i love this song i think it's a nice song i dig it it's purposeful i i yeah. I, I agree yeah yeah cool. i do like this yeah, song. i think it's got a lot going on i think it's easy to like listen to it and think it's just kind of boring and doesn't go anywhere if you're not paying attention but there's a lot like i like the i always like brush drums a little bit more than you donald so maybe that was part of it (laughs) but at the same time i don't think the drums really carry it i think you could totally swap it out at all i think it's like the only non like big room drummy yeah well there's a couple like little brush jams but that one's like yeah it's it's different than the others yeah I feel like you could totally have swapped it out with like a full on like Tom heavy Boris kind of beat and it would make it different. More um, dreamy. Or yeah. Like, would, you could like do all that it, washy but, dreamy uh, sounds. Yeah. So dude. I think uh, it's kind of cool I that they chose that. a different Avenue um, for better or worse. I don't, they should have went with what you said. <laughs> like. But I uh, feel like it totally fits that 40 idea perfectly. It's all about like looking back one last time before it's over. I mean, uh, it's, pretty fucking right there on the table as far as concept that we're doing one last i mean this is like you know them pretty much this is what it is to be 40 god damn i can't get out of my head now (laughs) like 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 looking back i'm about to die this is it it's like just it's fine like like, i'm not even gonna sing loud i'm gonna get my boys together Uh, i'm like 40 and i can afford like renting a beach house and But it's sweet. Fucking uh, Outer Banks, North Carolina. He doesn't like, do like a lot of reflecting though. I mean, and I feel like reflect about my life being forty. Maybe, but I mean, so I feel like, like he... it's it's so reflecting. It's so obviously a reflecty fucking. Song. Yeah, but I like it for that. Gross. He doesn't. He doesn't do too many. <laughs> why, why would you want to reflect? Why would you want to reflect back on his? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna joke it because it's like, of course, everyone's gonna write a fucking reflecty song, yeah. but it's like such an obvious like. Ease it into my forties, boys. Yeah, but do it with a good song. They did it, I think. They pulled it off. I guess the piano. I'm always a little torn on. Um, when it go- uh, rises up at the, the end, little like, frills, the little frills, the little little scaly, yeah, kind of. I hated that part, but um, it's just. But I like what what it went into. Yeah. And I think when they play it live, he does the ding 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 I think that's all piano part on that um throwing in some whimsical that's cool it has that cool little that breezy jam fuzzy guitar bin that's like fucking love the beach (laughs) so you don't like it is that what you (laughs) said tell us what you really feel don you know should they have uh, come out with a harsher song like one of the heavier tracks right off the bat you think or you want some yacht rock of man (laughs) fucking watching me fall right out of the gates you think (laughs) I mean, none of the other songs in the album, like, I mean, I guess if you're going to start this one with that one, like. <laughs> you're like, I hate them all, so why not this one? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I guess if this is what you're going to do, that's the appropriate thing to put in the front of this. Well, what, you don't like that it's just too soft, like just kind of soft cure? Or what, what, what don't, I just don't like, I don't, I don't. Just the feel? I don't like the song structure. I don't like the feel. Hmm. I don't like how anything sounds. 
Wow. Good lyrics, though, don't you think? Like, literally, I've listened to this album, like, five times. Like, I really don't like it. <laughs> okay. like, well, I, I'm convinced. I'm not the person I mean, to, like, to the songs, times. like, and break them down really well, because, like, well, I'm just like, nah, it's dumb. I don't like it. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, and, and I really try to not be that way with doing my research. Yeah. That's okay. On this and thinking about it, like... I just don't like it. I don't care. Was about it an it. uneasiness? Like, it's not that, it's not yeah, maybe I, I like shouldn't keep like, like trying to pry, but it, is it like an uneasiness of the actual song, or do you just kind of get bored with it? Like, I don't like the songs. Uh-huh. I get bored with it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, both. I just don't like the songs. Okay. <laughs> like any negative thing you want to say about this record, I'm gonna get to agree with. Like, like there's there's like a handful of things I like about this record. Like, and it's just like a couple of guitar parts. Yeah. Like, Sometimes the drums sound okay. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. What and, about and the uh-huh. lyrics are kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think they're good at all. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool. It, it's I think it's a nice way of, of like looking back without it being overly, like, I don't know. I think he sums it up perfectly where it's just kind of like, for the first time, because I don't feel like there are many Cure songs like that. Even like Last Dance, you feel like he's in the story a little more and stuff, you know, or it's like this kind of reflective looking back on something, you know, or, you know, I mean, it's always, always a little more like, convoluted. This is like yeah. literally like Ghost Robert watching his own life kind of thing. And I kind of dig it. It's just a neat little twist. See, I don't like that. And, that, and that's one of the notes I've been making about this record is just like the, the structure of the lyrics. Because it is like s- too much, uh, too much storytelling. Like yeah, like it's lots of like used to be, he said, she said, mm-hmm. I said, and then she said, and <laughs> then it's in in it's like I don't know. It's it's just a lot of that, and I've never been crazy about that like um, style of lyrics that he got yeah. into or whatever. And there's it's this album's full of that. And it, Hmm. Okay. I don't know. What do you think, Chad? Um, a little more. I I think pro. <laughs> it's not my favorite song on the album, but I think it might be the best track. Yeah. In my mind, uh, I think that I think yeah. it opens great. Um, I yeah. I love the fact that it, that it that it is kind of moody, and I like that. It's a crying guitar sound that they have going on in like the middle of the song. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, the piano at the end is meh, but I think overall, I think it might be the best track. I think it's a great opening for the album. So I mean, yeah, plain, yeah, plain, it really sums up the whole album really well. Yeah, like plain, easy into it. plain song didn't sound like anything else on Disintegration. You know, right? It, it was completely in a different stratosphere. You know. So, but uh, I would definitely give this uh, a thumbs up, and I think it's a good way to start the album off. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do think they keep the streak going. Yeah, with good matter. openers. Yeah, um, as far as always, a, a good opener with the cure. And uh, all right, um, well, moving on from from this first song, uh, we come right out of the uh, soft, reflective nature real quick. So Donald should be so happy to hear this epic jam, track two, "Watching Me Fall." 11 minutes 13 seconds of some cool guitar stuff lots going on long song i'm not crazy about this song i'll put that on the table right off the bat 
I, I like the uh, guitars and I like the song, but they should have trimmed this fucker. It feels every minute of 11 minutes long. <laughs> it feels like it 40 minutes long. Yeah, God, it just keeps going. And it, I feel like it like definitely just shouldn't be track two. Like, put it yeah. at, the, at the end, you know, it's fine. I've been totally fine with it because I like it, but you it's gotta just. You got to come in hard. That's eh, not. Well, after that. Not little, really. After that dreamy song. That's not I mean, hard, they're kind of breaking all the rules at this really point. really long, intense one. <laughs> I don't even think you, you need to. At this point, they're kind of doing whatever the fuck they want. You know, it would be a great place for a single. Which is kind of going to be my reoccurring thing with this album is that, yeah, maybe the... Like slap a jam on that. Maybe a single would have been nice right there. Yeah, at number two. Because that's kind of the curious thing, too. You know, you always have their, like, fucking snappy song either first or second, at least, you know? And it's just like, this does Oh, but they made that goal of uh, no singles. Yeah. (laughs) So, mission accomplished. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, watching me fall. Hey, let's do this thing, but not do anything. (laughs) Yeah. And it's something okay. with the story on this one that goes against what you it's were saying so of like easy. the. St- it's definitely something that he's talking about <laughs> there, and like I've listened to this a billion fucking times, and I just get I don't get ADD feeling much mm. with many Cure songs, but I always lose like interest or attention when listening to the song. Like somewhere around the eight minute mark, I just fucking tune out and I don't know what he's talking about anymore, and like. Maybe a lot of that's my dummy brain or what, but I'm just like, what the fuck is he talking about now? And it's just like, none of it seems to really mesh like story wise for me. I don't yeah, know totally. what the this fuck song he's is getting so at. And I just get kind of distracted. I always just get fuck distracted yeah. listening to it. I just start like so <laughs> doing something else or picking something up. And I'm like, oh fuck, I really wanted to focus that time. Even when I <laughs> specifically want to like, really sit there and and make it through i can't do it but uh you're like that's still a thing but it's like got tons of cool guitar stuff going on and stuff he said they tried to trim it he just never felt it sounded right so he just kept the whole fucking thing um (laughs) yeah that's a lot of I don't know. What, how do you sound right? How do you, maybe you should just. <laughs> it's like there's no. gotta be something you can trim out, you know? It's like, good God, it's like so long. But what do you think, Chaz? Were you on board with this one? Or? Uh, I think I, I think it opens great, but it just falls. Mm-hmm. It falls apart about three and a half minutes in, and I just yeah. I I don't like the way he sings it. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's definitely way too long. See, you guys, like, shit all over edge of a deep green sea because it was too long but like yeah that's that me, song that song is, i did think it was all that song is yeah yeah i i always thought edge of the deep green sea was like 11 minutes like this but like, yeah this song clearly is clearly not ri- <laughs> you can put like two of them in this ridiculously too long like, like i was listening to it a couple yeah. times and i thought uh, i had gone on to the next song and i'm just yeah. like fuck i'm still on this thing like, this is ridiculous and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. Like by the end, he's just yelling. Yeah. It kind of go- is like like a little uh, precursor to like the self-titled album, too. Yeah. And that's like my problem with a lot of those songs where it's just I don't, I'm not too big on like yelling Robert. And like by the end, when he's just like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, just bring this yeah. thing in, man. We're like nine minutes in at this point. Let's like, I, I, do, I, mean, I do like the solo in it, though. That's about yeah, the only redeeming a lot of thing. Cool shit. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the, the fifth one's pretty so, cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there is just like tons of guitar shit. Yeah, so it's like, so I don't know. I wrote like uh, on my notes for this one. It was just like, don't like the lyrics of the cadence, and then added 
uh, later, the song is way too long. Yeah. And then I th- I moved on to another song. <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. I was still listening to the same song. Yeah. And I started making notes on, like, track uh, whatever, three. It is said, like, lots of tippy taps on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I think this is record why, like, people hate the drummer. Because yeah. he, he has lots of tippy taps. Like, there's hmm. just lots of little cymbal splashes. Where he's just like, boom. Maybe. Like, huh. all over the place. But it's a big song, and, you, like, he plays it well. Yeah. But it's one of those songs where it's just, like, like this is uh, really long. and Yeah. Like you said, it well, just feels long, though. Man. Like, it's a long motherfucker, man. Because some songs, you know, like you're saying, Edge of Deep Green Sea is great in the sense that, like, the whole thing goes yeah. by, and you, it never it feels as long as it is. And, like, no. like um, just, you know, whatever – like long I'm gonna take back a like. lot of things I I said about Edge of the Deep Green uh, Edge of the Deep Green Sea <laughs> after listen to this fucker yeah <laughs> yeah it's everything that, that doesn't work I I had <laughs> relationships that were shorter than this song yeah 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 for sure I smell soup. <laughs> Yeah, too much, man. I, and just definite track two. How would you feel about it being like not? This will fit into our revisionist episode better, but like the idea. I mean, like is the last track or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Know, like put it is some fucking crazy. Yeah. Even though I love Blood Flowers as the last track, but I mean, yeah, go fucking nuts at the end of the album. Don't don't do it like right in the fucking prime spot, you know? Yeah, could you tr- so, ease into it if you're gonna start off wispy like? He's into some shit. You're trying. You're trying to go on a journey, and like you're just you're stuck in this long, flat, boring car ride. Yeah, that's just like not going anywhere. It's like, and like you said, it starts out great, you know, yeah. and it starts out where you're not like eh, from the start. You hang in there yeah. for like six fucking minutes. I'm like, all right, we're going somewhere. <laughs> giving you all. It's I like, have. Like, yeah, it's like one of those road trips where, like, by the sixth hour, you're just like, all right, goddamn, this sucks now. Like, can, I don't we, have <laughs> can I get out? Are we still in <laughs> Iowa? Uh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like how long is this state? But, uh, cool. It's like I look at my wife and I'm like, are we still a thing <laughs> after like <laughs> 12 years? Just like I, this record is just fucking. Uh, well, I think we're all on the same page with that one then. Let's move on to the next track and see if we can bounce out of this. And this might be my my problems and then i promise i'm gonna get more positive but uh, yeah so the next track track three where the birds always sing um not another short song five minutes and 44 seconds i mean it's not overly long compared to the last one but still not like a snappy is this one. the matchbox 21 i don't i would never put that on the cure even on their worst but that probably has more to say i think it might be the next one but one of them is like a very much a matchbox. Nah, that song push. One's, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funky. It was kind of funky. It yeah, was like that's probably jam. this one. The world is neither just nor unjust. Yeah. I think makes me want to eat boneless wings. It's so basic. You don't like the song. I don't like this one. Oh man! Yeah. And 
I feel like it is what it is, and I don't feel like negative <laughs> towards it, but I just don't like it. <laughs> like it's like a. It is what wow, it is, man. Uh, it's, I feel like it's plotting again, and it's just like a. I, I jotted down a. I must have been chasing, uh, channeling Donald. And I was like, it's like a not particularly cute dog chasing its own tail, you know, like. Because so, <laughs> I feel like when it starts getting into the, the it's like an ugly baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's you like, know, it's like something that would normally be cute, but you're just like. Yeah, I Gross. just feel like it's the uh, the, the world is not, da, 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 and then it's like, <laughs> and then the chorus doesn't go anywhere when he's like, and this is why, blah blah blah, da, 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 and, da, 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 and it just doesn't, uh, yeah, and I don't like that rhythm mostly, the guitar, like the jingle jingle jing, you know, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm not like super anti again. But the combo of that and watching me fall, I finally fucking narrowed it down to is my huge dislike of any like uneasiness with Bloodflowers is that like when you put a six minute song after a fucking almost twelve minute song, it's like that's the whole first like seventeen minutes of the album <laughs> that I like don't feel that great about, you know? And I'm just like ah, oh, because I l- pretty much love the rest of the album from here on. It's just like that. It's, it's a like weird where's the three spot. minute jam? Yeah, like, like if they had just fucking put maybe yeah. someday like after out of this world i'd be happy but yeah i don't know and i feel like a lot of people probably do are cool with where the birds always sing because there isn't really much to technically hate about it i feel like it is just a preference not liking as opposed to just some kind of critical weird baseline i kind of like the baseline i think i think that if mm. i was the one because i did make a note it was like a lot most of it works but then for some reason i didn't really like the the lyric stuff and the just that funky rhythm-ish. But, so you're down with it, Chaz? Yeah. You cool with it? This is this is my favorite song on the album. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me just. I, I mean, I'm a big Matchbox Twenty fan. Yeah. And okay. Especially, <laughs> especially that Santana song they did. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally got he has but, soul. That's how you know he has soul. Um, yeah, I, I love the music in this sure. song. I don't know what it is. I, <laughs> Are you no, joking? I'm absolutely serious. <laughs> and I love up. the piano at the end of the song. I like how it fades off. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like a complete idiot now. <laughs> no, no. That's kind of what I was should. trying to articulate. was like, I get why it wouldn't... I feel bad bashing that one where I don't so much with watching me fall. Because it's like, come on, man. Fucking 11 minutes. But like... This one, I feel like it's got everything that I normally would like, but it's just a preference, something. And it's been, mm. like, a relatively new thing, right? I didn't always, like, feel really uneasy about it, but, like, listening to it this time, like, every time, I was like, ah, it just needs something right after watching me fall. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's definitely not this fucking song. Is what I, just kept, I just felt like too much pressure was put on it, maybe, like, coming right after watching me fall. Maybe. I was like, all right, let's... Let's see what's going like on you now. You start feeling uncomfortable. I, yeah, I was just like, really? All right. This. <laughs> it's like, I like when records make me feel shitty. Yeah. Like, this is, I like those uh, And songs. I do like that little riff, actually. I don't like the rhythm part before it, but the... It's kind of cool. Um, yeah. It comes like in between each little like progression, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I, I used to always like the lyrics, but uh, they just kind of rub me the wrong way. <laughs> lyrics are the worst. Like, the melodies are the best. Uh, on that and most of the record like I think like it's saving grace is like an okay like record mm-hmm. there's a lot of like little guitar riffs mm-hmm. a lot of disintegration and yeah, shit. yeah like tons of cool basic stuff going on Damn. yeah just real like 
I don't. They have such little riffs. I'm like, why aren't you doing that the whole time? Yeah. I I think what huh. what's changed my my because like a lot of like going back on the whole album, I kind of wrote it off back in 2000, yeah. where you know I I just didn't like it, and yeah. a lot of it's been taking the wild mood swings and just revisiting it as as you get older, and uh-huh. and, and mm-hmm. liking you know finding stuff here that you like here and there. Just with this song, I I was reading a review about it like uh, a couple months ago, and uh, where somebody compared it to a hundred years off of uh, hmm. off of pornography, just the lyric lyrics wise, you know right. how he says uh, it doesn't matter if we all die, and like compared right. it to saying you know the world is neither fair or unfair. It's just like a different mindset of. Yeah, where where you're coming from as as you get older, you know, like being forty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like in in like in like <laughs> it's not just yeah. It, in, as opposed to yeah, it's it. You know, the world is you know it sucks, but it's not. It's I don't know. It's not. It's, it's not, not the worst. It's not purposeful. <laughs> yeah. pur- purposeful that it that it's like the way it is. You know, it's just how it is. And I, yeah. it kind of it like kind of opened my eyes where I just like sat down and like listened to the song a couple times and I, I kind of fell in love with it and and then the piano part at the end kind of solidified it for me so just how it kind of right kind of just like went off so yeah I yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> just hearing you tra- trash the song I was just like okay I kind of know where you're coming from because <laughs> yeah, yeah. no. I was you know it's not but, all bad. but I I think yeah. just like. <laughs> I, I that this was the one song I think in the whole album where I actually sat down and like took it in more than the, the other ones. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah one later that I normally later. didn't, and I yeah. felt that way about this time around. And uh, it's probably the only yeah, song it's where weird. I think that's. I, uh-huh. I, I think it's the only song in the album where my where my perception changed so harsh from like from from one mindset to the other on how I used yeah, to feel yeah, and how I feel now. Um, I'm pretty much my my grading of the whole album's kind of changed too, but not yeah. as as much as as it did with that one song. So, right, yeah, that's a cool point because like I definitely feel that way too. <laughs> like it's the especially later Cure albums, anything like you know, I don't know. I just feel like this one has changed. It has so much more push and pull, or there's stuff that. I do come back on certain days and like it more than others. And, and as an album as a whole, I like it so much more now (laughs) than I did when it came out and like, maybe it is cause I'm older or what, but like it just had, maybe the bar was set so low or something initially that I'm like, every time I listen back to it, I'm like, Oh yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was like there's that part's cool. And and it is really weird. And it's, it's fun. And I love that about it in the sense that it's like, so many cure albums i just know i love <laughs> yeah. you know where each time like i might get something different out of it still every time i listen to it and i have and that's kind of cool and exciting because it's like you know it is an older album now yeah. somehow you know it's, <laughs> it's like, like you're you're hating on some shit from like with like 20 years oh my ago God, yeah, yeah, yeah like, so. i spent so many years shitting on this album yeah and like <laughs> just revisiting it like i don't feel bad for shitting on it because there's a lot to shit on about it but there's there's yeah, there's, exactly. there's a ton of redeeming stuff, I think, in the album that I overlooked for years. Yeah. So, yep. Same thing with Wild Mood Swings too. Like going back on that, yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of shit in there, but there's also a lot of stuff that like I 
kind of kind of like now like or yeah definitely yeah. overlooked like uh uh strange attraction like I, we talked about that in the last one like how i yeah. how i thought you know i didn't like that song but now i kind of actually really like that song <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, cool. it's good when there's some wiggle room yeah. on the song you know <laughs> it's like okay that was when you turned 40 well moving on to track four <laughs> this was another the next honorary single maybe someday the u.s took this one and uh, a lot of weird shit with this song. This is uh, a, another five-minute jam, so not particularly snappy and short, but um, chosen as the single. There's some weird stuff where during some interviews I was watching, he was saying it's not supposed to have any singles, but this got picked up by the radio anyway, and it's on track to be the best, highest-ranking Cure song in the U.S. ever. Get the fuck out. What, what song is this? Maybe someday. I, he must have just said it, thought it was like on track to do that because it like basically, let's see, uh, it only made it to 16. I know like everything else, like two and, you know, Friday Night Love and Love Song didn't come anywhere close to that. So I don't know what the hell numbers he was talking what about. What fucking song is this? Maybe somebody crossed over alt charts, but maybe someday. It's kind of the more guitar one. I don't remember hearing this song at all. No, like, I don't, yeah. there's a bunch of piano in it. That's all I know, but that makes no sense. That it's... Yeah, it did pretty good. I think it must have been like because around that what time charts? they started. Yeah, that's I mean, it was charts, probably like alt rack, some alt, dumb shit, alt rock charts. You know, like when it started splitting into the uh, MTV, like, some college, like a college station. Yeah, it might have been like the <laughs> 120 minutes top ten or something. Remember, they started just kind of splitting everything up so much by like the end of the 90s that you don't really know. So maybe he was just misinformed, but <laughs> like just tell him it's a hit. But <laughs> but uh. Anyway, I'm cool with the song. I like this one. I think it's a pretty cool tune. I always thought it was a little too long again. Um, it drags a bit, mm-hmm. um, which makes me sound like I just only like short songs, which isn't true. There's plenty of long songs, but <laughs> but I feel like it just loses steam. Um, finally, and uh, going to go on more in, it in the next one with a Deep Cuts episode from, from Blood Flowers, but there is a radio edit that trims it down to four and it sounds great, so I'll send I'll that to you guys that. at some point. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually is like way better. What I did think, they cut out of it? Like, I don't know. I haven't really done because I just got it like two days ago, okay. but I knew that I liked it. I couldn't even really pinpoint because all for years I've been trying to figure out where they should cut it because it needed to be cut, but I couldn't figure out because the fourth the, chorus because the end is kind of cool. You know, it kind of does build well, but yeah. yeah, there's just like a whole like kind of middle huh. section. that's a little too long. And uh, yeah, I could never figure it out, but like, I felt like this one kind of just jumps to like that little organ solo. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And uh, it has like a few little weird little lasers and shit in the mix that aren't in the normal one that you know, don't really help it or hurt it. But I feel like it just being four minutes long makes it, so much more like a single, like a cool rock song that this album totally needs, you know, like just something like, Hey guys, you made a record. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you want like, a single, I mean, you don't have to, just, I mean, we kind of, they literally something. made a single. Yeah. It's not a little snappier to wake you up, you know? So, I mean, I feel like it's a cool song for that. I think like, it's, let's cut this melody. one down to make it a single, not put it out. Yeah. So <laughs> and then they didn't put it out. Yeah, so some <laughs> fucking intern probably just made this. and was like, here, put this up. Yeah. The only thing I, s- yeah, I made I, I made the artwork for the record. <laughs> yeah, um, and I cut down this. Like, uh, who's running this <laughs> ship now? What the hell's going on? I, I can see it went up to ten on the U.S. modern. Okay. Modern rock tracks. Chart. Modern rock chart. Yeah. Okay. But like I yeah cool. going back, like two thousand I don't remember. 
never hearing it on the radio. Like even college, yeah. even college stations, I don't. Yeah, they that's weird. like what they like the charts that they played in malls. Who like, knows? I don't even know what malls. It's college but... rock, you know, like yeah, I think yeah, it'd be like more college mall. rock than anything. Music. That's so but, weird. I don't know, they man. played it on it's Conan O'Brien. I think that was the only like kind of talk show. Yeah, they so, that, so like that, so that kind of crowd, like in yeah, two thousand yeah. Conan O'Brien when. Yeah, I could see that. Right on. So. Nah, they were all Dave Matthews Band at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Probably saying. Yeah, but um, they're all dick deep in hacky sacks, man. <laughs> totally. like, the cure being like, I'm 40, and this is a really important record. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but as far as the actual song, <laughs> no one gave a shit. <laughs> Roger's right? keys, I'm a little torn on again on this one. They're they're nice and fancy, but I think I'm Lots just not of... really like yeah. ever eased into like complicated key- keyboard parts on Cure songs. It's always a little weird I, I like the just the little you know little robert yeah riffs you know yeah. like on keyboards where you could kind of pluck them out with one or two fingers you know but it's like it definitely fills it out great one, and he's amazing but at the same time it gets a little good layering yeah i think there's a lot of and that's why roger's complicated because there's he's so good yeah. that he's doing the atmosphere he's with all like the disintegration yeah, but I mean, he wasn't really writing a lot of those parts, I don't think. You know, Homesick was like but kind of the one where sounds. he would like cut loose and stuff. But yeah, but at the same time, like the riffs, and that's why I feel like on this album too, there's a lot of that, even like out of this world, like the, the ding, 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 ding. That's probably like a little plucked out thing Robert came up with in the demo. Yeah. And then he plays it, and he plays it awesome, but then he's adding in the other, like the frill parts, but he's also doing like the like the strings and shit with the other hand yeah. that's why he's awesome because he's doing like the atmosphere and the yeah. fucking riff and then he'll throw in his little frilly parts and stuff which that's the part i'm a little yeah. unsure of and they sound so good and make it sound so full that i, I would rather have yeah. that than not have it but at the same time yeah i, I com- comparing it to old school cure stuff or just full-on kind of thing i'm like that sounds cool yeah. you know? I, I think it just speaks more to everybody's input in the band how it might have shifted yeah. from everybody else having a part in the band compared to robert just pretty much writing everything yeah so, which I, I don't know like i know we got into that before a couple times but yeah it just seems yeah it seems it's... like it's getting like i don't know like i don't i don't hear there's times where you hear simon in this album but like yeah it's so hard since to like wish i don't like hear like i got the vibe like, yeah, like, like i don't hear him blowing me away at all like and it's not him Absolutely. i'm just saying like i feel like he had more of an input it's all robert's yeah. vision yeah. like if you want robert's vision of like this is a solo record like argument we've been we like not argument but something we brought up multiple times in the podcast and this is another example to me where it's like almost this is a more envisioned like his solo album like, yeah what it would be yeah like because like simon's shit is something i really took note of there was no like simon baseline and he was doing things like little slidey parts like he's playing yeah. great yeah as was everyone in the band were like playing their tits off like like the drummer's great and just and Simon was great, but it's not like a Simon baseline. Like there's like 
weird slutty parts. So like <laughs> you're going into that X like the bonus chorus chorus like that, Simon. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I mean it's because there's like forty choruses in every song, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's a lot. It's a lot for a band to do, and they nailed it. But it's not. I, but I think what you it doesn't sound yeah, like what them. you said in the beginning, like how he had everybody sit down and we're gonna listen to this, like we're gonna listen to pornography and disintegration, and we're gonna right. we're gonna build off of that. But I think he already had. There's a problem of like already deciding what you're gonna do. That, like, yeah. I already think he had it in his head what he was going to do, you know, where, yeah, where sure. trying to get everyone. On yeah. Board. Trying to get everybody on board with what he did, wanted to do instead of having a combined group effort of of creating something. So, but yeah, but but we digress. I just yeah. I just had a question. <laughs> no, <worries. laughs> no, no, that makes no, sense. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Well, after maybe some days where the Australian and Japanese versions had coming up, but we'll skip that for now yeah. okay. and move on to the next track, which is my favorite one on the album. We already even did an episode on it. Uh, the last day of summer. Um, it's just a beautiful, nice, sad Cure song, but like. Uh, I think it's great. Um, it could probably get overlooked because it's kind of buried in there in the middle. I feel like that should have been a little more prominently displayed. But uh, I think it's a really cool song. Um, five minutes, 30 again, which seems to be about the average rate <laughs> around here as far as song length. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's sweet. It has like a cool bass six part. I feel like it's like the closest disintegration caliber song on the album. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think on that one? Kind of acoustic-y. Donald probably doesn't like it for that reason, but what do you uh, think? Is this the uh, he said, she said? No, no, no. I just this is like trying to think. What then I have there. nothing to add to this song. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, talks about the last day of summer a lot. Uh, let's see. It never felt so. He, he rhymes cold and old again. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of a go-to. But, uh, but uh, um, I. I just I don't know like I I like I like this song, but mm -hmm. it's it's just boring. Like I don't I yeah. don't know what it is. Like it's I got lost between the last day of summer and there in the next song. It's like where I didn't know which one was yeah. which one was going on. They like do. I just look up and I'm just like oh it's the next song. I when did the last one end? Uh, I gotta go. I yeah, yeah. I had to go back and replay it like four times when I was when I was listening to it the other day. Where I'm just like, okay, is this the one where they where he says used to be? Yeah. Oh wait, like things used to be. Yeah, yeah, it used yeah. to be so e easy. Yeah. yeah. Now I let them try. Yeah. Like how many times has he done that? I I like so, it. It's <laughs> that's why I like it. I, I, I guess, like it. It's like, like used to be. Like give me some of the old shit. <laughs> I like his early stuff when he's like, I hope to be, I hope to be. It's reflective. He's There's... 40, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It, There's nothing left after this. It's just like. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait till I'm 60. What is, what is it going to be? It used to be this. Like, right. It used to be so easy. Though. That's what, like the whole concept. It's like, it seems like a relationship song on the surface, but then you're like. Oh fuck, man! This is like about music, man. He's like talking about Tricky. how he used to be able to just like crank the shit out, R and now it's like make a good record. Oh well, maybe, <laughs> but I mean, even that it's a song remember about that the struggle of the, the summer of your youth and shit. You know, I mean, it's 
that's fucking. She said your record sucks, and then I said, "Oh, it's a no, different it one." Doesn't. It's a different one. <laughs> you can make that joke in a few minutes. Oh, that's Hold that one. Song. Put it in your pocket. <laughs> Hold it. Keep it there. But well, but the, like the, but the guitar part problem on this record for me, like yeah, it's I I oh, I like the lyrics good. overall. Like, just, I, I think the lyrics overall are pretty decent. Yeah, I, I like the it. cadence is balls. There's, yeah, like the songs suck. There are some songs where it's you just always like, say you never care about lyrics, so what do you even yeah. matter? Like when I hear these lyrics, <laughs> I don't know, what like, the fuck write are you it talking down about? and put it like put it. <laughs> like when I hear the lyrics on this record, I'm like, pr- if like write it out, like print it out and put it out as like a fucking book or something. Like <laughs> it's all written out in the liner notes. You didn't see that? Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the pixelated liner notes. Keep that on your coffee table. <laughs> yeah, just don't want to hear that. Blow song, it up even man. more, like Fucking make it cool bigger out. and make the artwork even worse. I'll give this song. I'll, I'll have to be in the right mood to listen to it. But I, I think it's, okay. I think it's a good song. I just, it was boring to me at, at the yeah. moment when I was listening to right. it. So okay, yeah, I can see that for sure. So. <sighs> Uh, I'll I'll take that, <laughs> um, but yeah, it might just be at the moment because I have switched, but I think it is my favorite one on the album. So maybe I, it's my where the birds always sing. It's, so. it's, it's probably a better song than I picked. <laughs> so uh, I love the like the, the those little riff parts, uh, like the guitar parts of those bass six parts are great. It's like that. I mean, it's that kind of go to obvious cure stuff but they didn't have any of that really on on wild mood swing so it was kind of nice to hear those again like just those little they didn't have a lot of stuff on wild mood swing yeah <laughs> so just a little that little gotta like i love that shit but let's move on and that was the, like when they had their dry erase board like the dry erase marker board and they were like what was dope about this record yeah big sixes <laughs> okay we'll use this on this one yeah yeah for the trilogy shit all right next song there's no if dot 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 um short song we finally got a three minute 45 this is a weird one um it does blend way too much into last day of summer yeah. so i totally see that where they shouldn't have just put that there i think it's just bad placement but um i like it but i don't love it for some reason um and it's a weird one there was like quote wise he said and it kind of goes back to what we're saying it was the only one he didn't write he said initially on the album meaning i think where it wasn't taken from like a demo like how we you know had like this discussions on the last few Uh albums where they had like a demo and then he would you know they'd all kind of build on it so I think this was like somebody's demo, maybe. Huh. Um, but then he, there was, in the same breath, he also was quoting saying, but he wrote it when he was 19. And he's been like trying to fit it in for years and it just never fit. And now it finally fit to this one. Interesting. So I don't know how the fuck yeah, he I never. I could hear that. I could hear that. And I noticed that nuance. I'm like, this is like him 19 shit. Huh. So, uh, so, yeah. so yeah, I think I think that's how I would interpret that, that maybe it was a song he had, like, melody and some words or something uh, that he was holding on to, but then, like, musically, like a demo, maybe a Simon demo or something. It was the only one that he was able to build on that, and it finally fit. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I it's can, that weird drum loop. I can look at the uh-huh. lyrics and see how they're not – like, if you're going with a reflective, like, I, yeah. I'm 40 kind of look, the lyrics – don't really fit 
Yeah. They're, they're definitely more of a of a younger youthful yeah, yeah. and optimistic. Yeah. This time. Yeah, the whole like Verzano said I love you and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. I could see that. Going back to like kid love or something. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. maybe in the grand scheme of things. It's another one where it like clearly is painting some very personal story, yeah. but I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> like I Is get... this the back and forth one? Said, if I die, like, you said You said so do I. Said... You said Yeah. Yeah, He's done that I think a bunch, that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, I think it might be the first uh, time I've heard the word sneeze used in the song. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's some great lines in there. I'm not sure, like, if it, it, and it's then the she whole... sneezed, and then I said, "Bless you." <laughs> like and I then said, then I she said, "Thank you," and then I said, "You're welcome," and then. Yeah, that's like the song, right? It's like I like all the pieces, but I don't know if I like the whole puzzle somehow. You know, and it's like it's kind of weird for me in that. I yawned at this one. The big old board, like I've heard this a thousand times. It was definitely boring. Like it's more acoustic-y, so I could see you not liking that because it, like, even though there's like a little drum loop, I believe on this one, it's got the like um. Yeah, and and there's technically I'm not sure what the hell's going on in the bass, but I was watching Trilogy just while I was making some notes for the song, and uh, it's really fucking weird. Like Simon, at least from the Trilogy DVD, I don't know what they normally do for it, but uh, he didn't play bass on it. He played the bass six, which is close, but he would only do like the riff, and then he would like rest and not almost like what he does for like plain song, but he does that on normal bass. But like, but he would he would just kind of do the guitar riffs oh. and it wasn't even like there was any massive roger like left hand strings bass going on so it's almost like a acoustic song really track. like where it's just really stripped down he was just like playing like an extra guitar part and it just didn't really have a bass on it it was really weird if there's like a little drum loop thing yeah and then yeah this one's pretty uh, loopy on the, the on the record you have a drummer that could play along to that there's like a bunch of shit under in that drum loop it's not just that yeah drum loop. maybe it's that's like, what it is there's some like, you have doom. some like low end bass yeah, shit, yeah. and he's just like rocking some uh little basics riffs on top of that shit yeah so it's kind of cool but at the same time yeah it's not it, it, i mean it's cool that they're doing it's something different cool. performance wise i mean where he's not playing them shit's whack <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've never been crazy about this song. It doesn't bother me. I'll, I'll take boring cure over annoying cure any day. Oh, yeah. Where it's yeah. just like, ah, right, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, if he's not just like fucking yelling yeah. some nonsense, it's yeah. like, okay, cool. I would take the song so, over uh, just about almost anything off the of self-titled. So yeah, me too. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so some foreshadowing yeah. there. But, uh, That's going to cool. be a fun episode. Well, maybe... Yeah, we're all just, people are like, God, they're shitting on everything like, here. Soul had a thing where like the dude did a trumpet solo in that frustrated incorporated song. Well, that shit was what? better what than anything. <laughs> soul asylum. Soul asylum. Oh, yeah. there's a that there's a soul asylum song. Any, that one soul asylum song is better song? than any song on Bloodflowers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And like live, it's a good song, like a but yeah, I don't know. I don't really get trumpet the... solo. Welcome to Runaway Train, the All Soul <laughs> Asylum podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and it starts now. Hey guys, welcome to uh, Runaway Podcast. <laughs> we, get, we get artwork with our faces all in milk cartons. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's it. Oh god, it's like it's, that's good. I mean, I love Soul Saw, but it was a little weird that it just started in the middle of a Blood Flowers episode. <laughs> Seems like they could have just finished that podcast, episode man, first. We could just then... rip on this wallet for fucking. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> the loudest oh. sound, track seven. We're almost on the home stretch, guys. There's only nine. Track seven. The loudest sound. Another five-minute jam. We're back to... This one feels like a drum loop, too. I think uh, there's some... Um, it has that huge... On every hit. Again, like, yeah. watching it on um, Trilogy, I'm not sure what the hell they did on the recording, but it's like a bass effect. So every, like, kind of big bass hit sound, and it goes like a... So, um... Which is kind of cool, but it gets a little annoying that it's like through the whole fucking song. It's a it's... terrible beat, and it sounds fucking dated. That really took me back of like, this is some 2000 shit. It's definitely not the loudest yeah. song, but... Nah. No, it's not even. <laughs> I was expecting to turn it on and blow out my speakers. Some weird sound choices. Yeah, this is like a definitely production questionable, like, Rum what? Because it's kind of like a cool, sad song, like, really, like get the sad part of it but like they're just playing like this doosh, like that. it's like what the fuck <laughs> again tons of basic stuff that's really cool on it riff wise um in between the verses in particular it's really good good lyrics but um another weird one i noticed on the trilogy he's like really fucking about to lose his shit singing it like robert's like feeling it like big time like looking like he's about to tear up and shit which is strange because it's like good and sad lyrics but i mean like Nothing that he hasn't. Now I'm gonna have to go back and through before. Yeah, it's really fascinating. I usually skipped over he was, the blood flowers portion of it. Yeah, uh, I would always try to make it and just be yeah. like, ah, well, you know, I kind of saw disintegration. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of pick my highlights. My but yeah, it was kind of. I don't need to see any more of this. I didn't recall him being that like fucking full on, like visibly kind of like just into it. I was like, whoa, geez, man, he's like feeling this shit like we're, we're, I, mean, I mean when you're 40 like you start losing testosterone that's what so, it's about like you get very emotional like whatever the reason it's legit man he's feeling it on this one so uh, I, it made, made me like it more this has been my one that when you were kind of saying about uh where the birds always sing yeah. or now when i was listening to it i was like this song's pretty fucking rad i still questionable about that weird effect on the thing, <laughs> but like but it, it is a really good song. Like, if you stripped it down and, like, I don't know. I feel like the pieces are, again, very cool. Is this the and one with the, like, like, the electronic box. part in the front of the beginning of the song? I think that's what it is, yeah. yeah. I actually, that's I what I, like I, that. I, it's just different. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just something different that mm -hmm. you don't really Yeah, because otherwise it would have been just kind of like a knockoff disintegration type, yeah. you know, to the whole, like, side by side in silence. You know, yeah. and it's just kind of like... But, I mean, it isn't, like, overly, like, whoa, he hasn't gone in this territory with his sad lyrics. But, you know, it is like, if you could sing all of Disintegration without totally, I mean, I guess he gets pretty emotional every, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he is, he, he's I, I, an emotional guy, let's be honest. I would have liked him to go something, like, almost like Joy Division atmosphere, kind of. Yeah. With this, where it was just really, really slow. And just I yeah, don't know. I think it would have worked. I think it would have worked out really well. So yeah, yeah, so. I can see that. I just say yeah. I feel like this one out of all of them, 
It, something else could have been like done. like chilled the song out a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's pretty fucking yeah. chill, though. <laughs> Strangely enough, 39 already had its own episode way back early on when I turned 39. I did a little crazy rant. Did it really? About 39. Yeah, it was like episode like eight or something. I don't something. remember like, that. It was, uh, yeah, and I kind of mixed it into a Blood Flowers general quick review because I figured it was like, Donald's never going to want to talk about Blood Flowers, <laughs> so I might as well talk about it now. No, no. <laughs> I, I probably skipped over it, too, because I didn't want to hear about Blood Flowers either. But, yeah, yeah it, was, it was like a real short one. I think it was like barely a half hour. And uh, yeah, I just talked about 39. It's shorter than, than Blood Flowers. <laughs> yeah. it's long. Shorter than that of this world? Or no? Yeah, Watching me fall? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and even weirder, when Donald turned 40, I gave Dad to Richmond. His birthday's on New Year's Eve, and uh, and and we were going to podcast right before he turned 40 for an episode. So I was, like, making him listen to 39, you know? I was like, you're not going to be 39 anymore, <laughs> man. You're 40. <laughs> like, he was – we were both – I can't even blame Donald. It, we were, it was just so incoherently <laughs> – ridiculous and like i got back home i was like yeah we can't use and i was all like i just want a 69 <laughs> yeah like no like, we're gonna 39 i'm like what's a 39 listen to it though it's a pretty cool song actually you're like there's bullshit wow i'm farting <laughs> so uh, so pretty much like tonight <laughs> but um so here we are 39 one more attempt did you get any further on it this time donald <laughs> did you... no i don't remember that uh, <laughs> and, I, and i don't remember the song just too too far i, I down thought this the... song was uh blood flowers like the last one yeah and, that... and i was like why would you end on this no no, 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 no we're not there yet back up a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. but that's that's what oh I you thought it was blood flowers? like it was it did blend together it was a good it it was a good song to end on, <laughs> I thought, at the time. Like, that would be okay if the record ended with this one. This one starts was, out with, like, more, like, a heavy drums and shit. And, like, the yeah, fire it was, it is was almost like a out. Fucking, There's uh, nothing left to burn. It, uh, and it's aggressive, okay. Robert. I think that's always nice to when it works. Yeah, it definitely Like, I feel like this yeah. song sums up everything that Watching Me Fall didn't, you know? So, like, why even have okay. it? You know, just because yeah. he's, like, a little more aggressive and stuff. In a totally different song, but, like... I don't know. I like it on this one. I think the song's cool. Yeah, I really like the song. But like I said, I think I think it's if the Edge of a Deep Green Sea had like a little brother, like I, I, yeah. I, think, I, I think this would be it. This Aww. would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah little buddies. Yeah, I think I even went back and listened to Edge of a Deep Green Sea, and I kept finding similarities between the songs huh. and just some of the stuff that was going on in it. So. Lyrically no, not not really lyrically. Yeah. I mean, there's there's references mm -hmm. to fire in both the songs, but yeah. uh, um, I, I, it sounds you, like a conspiracy yeah, theory. There's something about I love it. Something about three three <laughs> in each of them. Thirty nine. Oh my god. Ah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think we're on this. Three times three equals nine, and there's a three what, what? already in there. Thirty nine. Oh my god. We cracked Whoa, it. Slow down. I better we get some paper. It. Hold on. Get the strings. And get, get the push board back up. The big revelation. Yeah. like, he was 39 when he wrote this. Oh, my this. God. Wait a minute. I was like, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's it. That's it. That's how trivial this shit is.
Well, yeah, it's, that's the point. <laughs> they have like 39.40. I didn't put it together till now. Oh, Damn Jesus, Donald, Jazz, for real? you cracked the code. You're just putting it together? But it literally is that dumb. <laughs> yeah, Get man, it, you're just 40. putting it together. That's why I made yeah, you listen like... to it, like on your fucking birthday before you turned 40. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Donald, I think you got some uh, leftover trauma from when you turned 40 that we need to work out here. <laughs> yeah, he is like, just blocked it all out of <laughs> It's just a number, dude. <laughs> that's what you say on the outside, but that's not what you feel yeah. on the inside. But I'm not putting on a record about being 40, and I'm not like turning 40 and naming a song 39. I made a mental note to not like make a reference to how literal yeah. like, the fucking song names are. But he doesn't say 39 and I in over, the song. I overlooked this, like, this 3940 shit. <laughs> How did you overlook and that? That's, like, the most obvious. <laughs> because I, was, I wasn't looking for it. And <laughs> it's, like, the it's whole so concept little, of the so album dumb. is turning 40. Oh, well. It's a good rock <laughs> the song. The lyrics on this are great. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> But wow. don't you think the fire, in a sense, <laughs> careful around Donald with this, the metaphor, maybe <laughs> the cure itself, is the fire, and there's nothing left to burn and keeping the fire going. So, I mean, there you go. A, what do you think of that, nothing. Donald? Just think about that for a minute. I, I, think, he's, I think he's planned out his death at, uh, yeah. at what, 78? Because he says half, mm-hmm. of, half of my life. So I Ooh. think he's planned out, you know, <laughs> at, uh, he's going to kick the bucket at, uh, at, at 78. Yeah, 78. It's a good run. Yeah, it's a good run. Yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this Can't record really argue, was Just tour the U.S. one more time, one or two more times. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll be, you can go. I think by that point, yeah. I'll even be ready to. Yeah. Like, all right, we'll let you. Uh, Bloodflower is seven <laughs> minutes, but this song doesn't feel long at all. No, it doesn't. I, think. I love this yeah. song. I don't think either of these the... two songs feel seven minutes at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess 39 is seven yeah. minutes, too. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Both of those work, man. The fucking cure is great at that. When it works, it works. You, no time passes. But, uh, yeah, I love Bloodflowers. I think the song rad. I feel like, again, it's a uh, very um, kind of could have worked. You could have definitely tweaked it a little more to like make it sound more disintegration yeah. but i'm glad they didn't um but yeah it's it's got a lot of cool guitar parts the lyrics are cool um especially once you kind of dive into the whole blood flowers concept more i think but there's like no story there's no what do you mean there's no He's story turning 40. that's the whole point yeah nine doesn't go into 40 <laughs> Right? Jesus! Like if we're doing math, we're starting over. We got... <laughs> Donald Already. didn't get the message. But uh, anyway, it's uh, but... no, nah, we'll stay away from the math at this point. But uh, yeah, I... in, in in some alternate dimension, it could. As far as threes, though, I feel like my three loves of this album are Bloodflowers, Last Day of Summer, and Out of This World. Which is a little weird because it's the first, the middle, and the last track. Oh. Like the ones that really. And that's three, that that's three cons- songs. And on that nine. Interesting. Yeah. Consistently always love those three with this album. Then, like, other ones kind of float in and out at different times. But, uh, yeah, I love this song. I feel like it's really cool. That bridge is amazing when it gets to the part where it's just like the between you and me. That's like, I mean, he's not saying anything that hasn't been said before, but it's like just fucking cuts great like uh they're really good at when he does deliver a, an amazing bridge that's i 
That's pretty rad. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's good. It builds really well, even when he starts kind of shouting it by the end. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely, I definitely approve of the way they ended it. So yeah. I I don't like because you're talking about putting uh, that long ass song on the last track. Yeah, I don't. It would take away from this. Yeah, I th- I think this is a great way to end to end the but album. Yeah, this is a perfect closer. It is a great. Uh, any thoughts on this one, Tom? Anything? Did you make it? Nah. nah. Oh, it's a good one, man. You, you fucking. I thought it ended. On thirty nine. Sputtered out too early, so man. I feel like the like, end of I this. I really. Album. I paid this song no attention. I was upset <sighs> by this one. I thought it should have ended like. Maybe you just got distracted. One. I feel like this album ends really should have been shorter. Donald, it all ends. It like... all ends on thirty nine. Yeah. <laughs> on a nine. <laughs> Track nine. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh shit! Yep, yep. Damn, I just got that. Oh, oh god, here we go. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but I do feel like this this album ends really strong, and that's what it bothers me that there's that middle part and the very early part. Okay, I guess that... I get you, Robert Smith. This record's great. This is the best. It was nominated for a Grammy, the uh, best alternative album. It uh, was going against Fiona Apple, oh, Beck, Midnight Vultures, Radiohead, Kid A, and Paul McCartney, Best Alternative Wait, Artist, Paul McCartney. <laughs> which Paul McCartney. I love that he was just in there somehow. And Radiohead won, of course. I was going to say. Like, I don't yeah. know any of these people. Give it to the Radioheads. <laughs> but, uh, They're like, Paul McCartney smokes potties. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's, he's an alternative artist now. Who was on that list? Right. Fiona Apple. Yeah, Fiona Apple and Beck. Which Beck album? Uh, Midnight Vultures. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I hate. Yeah. I feel like Fiona Apple. Did she I, win? That just sums up the fucking Grammys, yeah. though. Uh, Radiohead won. Kid. I fucking hate Radiohead. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, select songs I like, but uh, I'm definitely not a huge. I gave fan them the biggest means. fair shake. Yeah. God damn it. By Kid A, I was kind of like, I'm glad somebody's making this music, but I don't really want to listen to it. So that's yeah. how I felt about it. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad somebody's doing this, but uh, I liked OK Computer and like. Right. Yeah, I liked them with guitars and, and, whatever, and yeah. doing or the, the bends. Like, yeah. But, like, there's some jams. Anyway, let's let's wrangle this fucker in. What do you think? Uh, I think as far They're as. They're not Radiohead. Yeah, I think our main conclusion is that. <laughs> but that's that's cra- the Carol will never be Radiohead. Um, that that but that's the the murky waters they were like trying to be relevant in alternative and. Yeah, oh, I don't think they were like, trying. That's I mean, that just shows what they were grouped in with. I mean, it's the like fucking yeah. Grammys though. That's not a great representation no. of anything. But at the same time, it's not. Uh, but yeah. you know, it does kind of show what a weird time it was. Still. Yeah. Oh, something I love about Bloodflowers is that um, younger fans, have you noticed that they fucking don't have any problem with it? Oh, a lot no. of people really love this. Not at all. Because like, it's like their first dark cure that they really got into around that time period maybe. And and it's weird because maybe that does cast a different light on it. Like maybe they're not even comparing it to pornography and disintegration that much. You yeah, know what I mean? I and maybe that's the problem with it. So. I don't know what it is. Like, I, like if I make – a joke on like instagram about it people mm-hmm. people just fucking like lose their goddamn minds yeah. and i'm just like people that i'm like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm like it's like i don't want to shit on it and you know but i'm just, I'm just making a joke 
you know yeah, yeah. but like it's i mean they'll take it that personally you know but it's just yeah i don't i don't understand how this album is up to, on the top of your chart of if you're making a chart of the best cure yeah albums. i i don't know how it makes it there so yeah me neither and the only thing i can think of is like it came out when they got into the cure and this was like, that's the only thing like maybe yeah. you knew the singles and then this was like the first like dose of like oh they got some cool dark shit you know but it's like and i feel like we probably just pair it too much maybe they don't pair it as much to disintegration and pornography so in that case you know because i always feel like it's like like a third sequel because of that trilogy shit yeah. you know where i'm like yeah it feels like the third movie you know like where it's like yeah it's, it's got parts at work but at the same time it's you know whatever part three you know it doesn't really like, did you ever see the first one yeah, yeah. exactly so well, you know, it's like it's if i'm gonna really go down that road i want to yeah exactly <laughs> it is it's the return of the jedi of carols <laughs> it's got a few too uh many muppets or something yeah. i don't know but uh but uh yeah it's uh it's strange but they do they get really defensive about it and you know it's which is cool because yeah. i'm glad that people feel that strongly for it. Cause I'm like, Oh good. I wish I kind of felt that way about it, but I, I don't know if I really do. Um, yeah. So that's kind of cool. But I wonder if that's like kind of the million dollar question is if like it's main fault is that it's paired with the trilogy. <laughs> if they had just kind of put it out as another cure album, would more cure fans just be on board with it because it's just another album, you know? I wonder if, like, always in the back of your head, you're kind of like, yeah, but it's no disintegration or pornography. Like, kind of weighs yeah. on it too much. I mean, if I was going to make a trilogy of, like, that kind of, like, that kind of flow, I would definitely pick, like, like 17 Seconds or, or Faith to go with it. Right. You know, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know. those three just always, like. Well, earlier yeah. Back. Yeah. 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 Or even, I'd put Wish on there. Like, some points of Wish are, are pretty dark. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. yeah, and it's weird that it's dark, but it's not like edgy, really. You know, I mean, it is it definitely, it is yeah, like definitely the, likes that edge. It, and I think that's there's nothing edgy about it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's really trying to be either. So I don't know. You know, maybe well, even who like, is when they're forty? Yeah. So I mean, maybe they're not trying, <laughs> trying to, to be edgy at the same time. So it's like, all right, bad boy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Donald, <laughs> raging to the grave. <laughs> but por pornogra uh, pornography so. was edgy, edgy as fuck, you know. Yeah. And then disintegration was still. That's there was still some edge on that, you know. Yeah, edgy in a different way, yeah. in an artsier way, maybe. But like, yeah, that's why it's strange. And I mean, I guess as far as like putting the album out when you're forty, this definitely is edgy compared to most artists you know it's the handle <laughs> of the sword what most people put out when they're 40 yeah i mean most people said are... john cougar <laughs> yeah he's like already sitting on his fucking stool doing the acoustic version of something you know is when he's 40 i mean this is still maybe edgy i don't know so maybe there's something to that but like wrapping up some trilogy i'm just like wrapping up some trilogy they're just like it's about me turning 40 I don't know. I guess I don't see the connection of like where those other records fall. Like, but that is kind of the connection, man. I think it's like it's if disintegration was him turning thirty. This is him turning forty. Pornography wasn't him turning twenty, but it was like early twenties. You know, I mean, it was that whole kind of concept. I, Maybe people dig too deep on the whole like meaning of the trilogy, where it's not that there's like that much 
to pull up. I think the individual songs probably have like heaps of personal stuff here and there, but like, I think it is just that bracket of your life kind of thing, you know? And it's like, okay, I, I, maybe that's the fucking concept. I have two views on this whole topic. Like, uh-huh. I, I think that you, your edginess definitely comes when you're younger and you, you have that anger and whatnot to try to filter that out. But then like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to die, but it, it usually does, you know, but then you have, you mm-hmm. have artists like, you know, one of my favorite author, authors is Cormac McCarthy, where he didn't write mm-hmm. his first amazing book until he was in his 60s. And, like, he fucking Fuck wrote, man. you know, The Road and Country for Old Men, No Country for Old Men. And, yeah. like, even you have, like, Charles Bukowski, who didn't write his great works until he was much older, you know, where right. where that edge. But you have the reflection to, like, go back and, like, you can still harness it. But, like... Yeah. Like I said before, you don't want to be that forty-year-old with the mohawk, you know, because you just right. you look fucking ridiculous. You got to find it, and you kind of have to, you got to mold it to to what you are at now compared to what you were. I don't know. It's yeah. So you can still you can yeah, still do like, it, you know. You can still be relevant, and but maybe shit. you don't find your yeah. you find your voice until you get older, you know. But I don't feel that like with uh this record you know like something like like the road or like bukowski or something you know like just reflecting back at your past and this is what you have well i I think there's times where it comes out pretty well like the last two tracks i think it comes it comes out really well like I, i think that they hit a home run with those two last tracks i just wish the rest of the albums was like that i guess so and, yeah. and then they yeah. go down. No, they kind of go down the drain at the next, the next stop. So it's it's weird. Well, early on we thought that like disintegration veered off from pornography in the sense that it was like the next mature. I kept saying it was like a mature pornography, but then you had the singles, and that's what made it like different in the sense. If you took all the singles off of disintegration. It would have been exactly like a just a mature pornography to that. me. Yeah, yeah. I could right. And then like, yeah. and then in this one, there's no singles on it, so it's it's weird because it's kind of lost in between where it's all like it's a little more boring, but it's kind of like disintegration if you took all the singles off it. So it's kind of weird where I feel <laughs> like Bloodflowers was definitely more in the vein of disintegration than pornography, but at the same time, it doesn't jump uh, out because yeah. it doesn't have those fucking anchors of like awesome singles too you know and it's just like like pictures of you the songs that take you out of yeah exactly i think it would be great i mean i feel like it would say like like take the singles out yeah and see what you have left or put a single in and see what this album would have been (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) because yeah like the closest is like maybe someday and that's like good but it's not like a full-on like big cure single by any means and they're not even trying Mm. but almost even if you like put like i don't even know what it would would be a good example because the album does just flow so cohesively but at the same time yeah if you pulled all the singles out of disintegration that would have been the same way maybe but it might have been kind of boring you know it's like if you listen to it it would have all just been like huh wow press for rain kicks ass but i don't know if it's like a big single or anything yeah if they had that like the same deep water as you and you know, yeah, like but if, if you take this, if you take the singles out of disintegration, it would be closer to pornography. Yeah, 
where you add this. I don't know. And maybe that's what they were trying to do, but at the same time, they've just matured and gotten so far away from that that it didn't sound anything like pornography. You know what I mean? It was right. Like, so I don't know. Might be it's a tricky that, one. Yeah. Things we'll wonder uh, about. As much as I love the fact that they continued on and have keep touring and put out two more albums that we'll cover. It would have been a pretty tidy little wrapping up point for The Cure because after this, they put out Trilogy, the actual live show, which was surprisingly like 2002. So it was like two years yeah. after this album came out that they did that. Uh, the DVD didn't come out till like 2003. Um, so it was a good chunk of time. It was the end of their contract. Um, like I said, he even fixed his relationship with Lowell even happened. So all things are wrapping up nice and tidy. They put out a Greatest Hits album in 2003. Um, which he had gone on the record of always saying that would be the last thing the care ever does when they're officially done is they'll put out a greatest hits album. So they put out a greatest <laughs> hits album, then join the dots, uh, came out in 2004, which even further seems like they're just, you know, yeah. tidying, tying yeah. the ends up on everything. Um, but then in steps, Ross Robinson producer extraordinaire uh, so we'll see what happens uh, <laughs> the story continues four more years down the road so uh, uh, it's a big sigh but uh you know i'm technically glad they kept going just for the live shows if nothing else so um but i've never really dove into the subtitled album so i'm hoping i'll change my opinion some of these people the like that it. I, yeah I'm, i think uh, uh. It's my low point. I will throw it out there that it is definitely my last least favorite Cure album. I think there's some good moments on it. Oh yeah, there's and I yeah, hope yeah. more more pop up. I'll still like I say with the Lou Reed quote, a, a Robert Smith shit is still like other people's <laughs> diamonds, you know. So it's a, I'll take the worst Cure album over pretty much any other band, but still, yeah, it doesn't do it. So, but So if you had a so if you had a final grade for for Blood Flowers, what would it be? Final grade for Blood Flowers. Yes, let's do the final verdict. Uh, are you? What makes an honorable judge like your honor? What do you, do you have to? Can I call you your honor? Please call me judge. <laughs> yeah, judge. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> judge. I'm gonna say grading scale, like a school grading scale. Is that what we're you at? You can do percentage or or From, like a number or a letter grade. If you stars. Want to. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's Make do. Make it complicated. I'm gonna do grading scale like like it's school. So I'm giving it a. Uh, I'm giving it a B minus sure. if we do minuses. It might be a little higher than I would think. But yeah, I'm feeling good about it right now. I really liked it these past listens. I've yeah. definitely had times where it was a D plus, but <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling like I, I get it now that I'm forty. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, Robert. You got played, dude. You <laughs> fell into his trap. And I've just been listening to it constantly. Like, so I'm, like I'm void of ideas. How about you? Like, I like uh, I just gave I you two and a half hours of ideas. I am not void. I'm of lost as well. <laughs> so what's your skill, Donald? What are you rating it, Professor Donald? You said Donald very aggressive. But... <laughs> Teach? What are you giving it? <laughs> I'm, I'm a tad triggered, but I'll give it a... Uh... I was gonna give it a C plus, uh, but I'm gonna give it a C minus. Interesting. C little below, minus. little below average is the translation of C minus, right? Yes, yeah. little below average, okay. just like everything else. 
in the <laughs> okay. world. Everything sounds so bad when you say below average. A little bit below average. I strive to be a little below average. Yeah. <laughs> You're hitting it out of the park. <laughs> Thank you. I might downgrade to C plus actually. I don't know. I haven't been working. B minus seems a little high, but I don't know. What do you think, Chad? I, I think if you put it in that B range, it's kind of like, like even if it's a minus, it's like it's like a, you're giving it like two thumbs up, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So it's I, a little I, torn I, on. I think it's, I think you gotta, I, you gotta put it at a C plus. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little bit above average. Yeah. So I think that really that Hell forty yeah. minute song and it, the second track kind of killed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you take that out or sh- even shorten it. I think yeah. I, 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 you're definitely riding a B there. So okay. it's, yeah, you know. I think I'm on the same page. I, I agree. That was something. Yeah, it's, it's weird. As many times as I listened to this, it never really fully dawned on me. Especially not really digging where the birds always sing afterwards. Like going back yeah. to the idea of like 17 minutes of the fucking album. I was <laughs> just like, God, it's like this huge chunk where I'm just like, Ugh. and then like, I'm fine with all the rest of it. I like it even and love it, you know, but it's like, but yeah, just that like, kind of like, all right, yeah. I, I don't mind. Lo- I don't mind long songs. Like I, I, there's all, yeah. there are a ton of long songs that I love. It's just that song. Yeah. It's just. You're yeah. just like, what yeah. the, like, am I still fucking listening to this? Like, what, what is <laughs> right. going on? So, yeah. and it, it just, and to have that as the second track is, it's, I don't know what they were thinking with that one. So, yeah. that's how you get a C plus. Yeah, that's definitely how they got a C plus. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, have that. so, it's not bad, but it's, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's definitely, it's good. It's not great yeah. and it's not, it, Excellent. So it's definitely good. Well, <laughs> shit. All right. I guess that sums well, that's, it up. Uh, fucking blood <laughs> the verdict is in. Ding. <laughs> Crunch. Gavel sound. Clank. The, the Law and Order. All right, guys. <laughs> Well, listeners out there, be sure to let us know what grade and thoughts you have on Blood Flowers, because we know some of you young folks out there might stick up for it a little more. Maybe some of the old folks, too. So uh, we'll be interesting to see what everybody has to say. But more importantly, thanks so much, Donald, Chaz. Blood flowers. Yeah, like I said. Happy 40th, guys. Yeah, happy 40th. It's all downhill from here. We did it. (laughs) Yep. And until then, talk hard. Talk hard. All right. Thanks again, Donald. Thanks again, Chaz. Be sure to check out Chaz's Cure t-shirts that he's selling at his uh, website, 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com. And uh, possibly see what's up there still. You might be able to snag an awesome, unique Cure Christmas present for somebody that you adore. So go check it out. And um, be sure to come back here in two weeks. More Blood Flowers Talk. Lost Flowers with Coulter. You can find that on iTunes. Also find us on Facebook page and Instagram at The Holy Hour Podcast. Or send direct emails to GavinConnor at gmail.com. Until next time.